Pints and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Danielle and this guy Fun Studios. I part alone inside the booth. <laughs> I part alone. <laughs> Welcome. It's back. a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. You do not part alone. Because Lindsay's here and we have a special guest. <laughs> I'm not alone. I have friends. Well, I have friends. Welcome to Tights and Bites, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm the Slamazon, Danielle Radford. Nice one, Julian. I am joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, Lindsay Hurakelkrana. Oh, I know. he's worked hard this week. He has worked Someone hard this week. Someone earned his money. He's, he's, he's been doing the punning. <laughs> and aforementioned special guest, she is the creator of one of my favorite like web comics. I'm so excited to have her here, Ray the Doe. It is Olive Ray Beyond the... Brinker. Welcome to Tights and Fights, Olive. It's so good to have you on. Thank you for having me on. It's very nice to be on. Yay! So before we jump into the news, um, when we do have a new member of the nation, what we like to do is get kind of an idea of what their wrestling fandom is. So please tell us all about how you became a fan of this like weird, crazy, wonderful, awesome thing. So when I was like five, or no, I must have been like six or seven or something, I would just occasionally watch it with my friends. Like, I'd just go over their house and they'd have a pay-per-view on because, you know, they could afford that, <laughs> which I could not. I remember I just had very vague memories where you, I did think it was real and I hated Edge because he was cheating. And I'm like, hey, don't cheat. And, <laughs> uh, but I never really watched it on my own. I just watched it at my friend's house until I was, I think, like, however old you are in, like, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, like, ten. And then... uh I watched it like religiously. I don't remember why. I just started watching it. Mm -hmm. And I just got really into it. I started like reading biographies of wrestlers whenever a class assigned me homework. And then um, eventually I became like 13 and I'm like, I'm too cool for this. (laughs) And then didn't watch it for like ever. And it's really funny because the thing that got me back into wrestling was not like, I know everyone who's like, oh, it was uh, CM Punk's pipe bomb, or they're like, oh, it was the shield. And to me, I was like, no, it was uh, the fact that Goldust was on a tag team with his br- with Cody Rhodes, and he was called <laughs> Stardust, and I was like, yeah, okay, I need to watch this. That was what hooked me. Yeah, that was so great and so, like, cartoony, and I know that, you know, Cody has his, uh, thoughts and opinions about that, and I get it. I loved that run. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Me too. All right, so now we're going to get into some of the news. Of course, the biggest thing that happened this week was Roman Reigns' announcement, and we'll get into that later when we get Pod Dad Hal into the studio, but until then, I'm the Pod Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so first, we're going to start with this moment that closed out Raw. Ric Flair was all set to celebrate his seven 70th birthday. Uh, nope, not going to make that joke. I was going to say, and 70th bankruptcy filing, but we're being kind today. Let's just say it's 70th marriage. <laughs> there we go. You know, let's go middle ground. Let's go middle ground. But he never made it to the ring because this man attacked him. Hey, Hunter. Gas. Do I have your attention now? Go mine. <laughs> so here's. Look, I loved all of that. Drag Ric Flair. Drag him. Drag him, honey. (laughs) But other than just the dragging, it's also like that moment where Batista stares into the camera is like, do I have your attention now? And it's like, you know you were just in an Avengers movie, right? You probably (laughs) only had to call. This is true. The dragging is fun, but this idea that this is how you had to get Hunter's attention instead that of being like, remember how I'm like one of the most bankable action stars in the world Hunter's right now? Hunter's far too involved with his NXT kids to worry about little old A-list me. <laughs> like, he's just sat at home counting all his money doing a cry. Like, he's just like, this is the worst. As they're peeling the Drax makeup off of him, he's like, ah, if only Trips was here yeah. to see him. I've spent so long being so literal that I now need to go and be very literal in the wrestling ring. <laughs> like, oh. I I did enjoy listening to just the audio of the clip because I just heard Batista be like, do I have your attention now? 
<laughs> yeah, you think the raw was unnecessary. It felt superfluous. It's like, well, yes, of course you you do. You just beat up an old man and dragged him through the backstage area while no one seemed to care. And again, can't stress this enough. One of the most bankable action stars yes. going. Yes, right now. I even saw Blade Runner for you. Come on, that would. It's literally like if you know, right after Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> came in. And, like, beat the brakes off of, oh, I don't know, whatever old dude was hanging yeah. out back then. <laughs> and was like, got your attention now? Yeah. Mean it's like Jean taking out Bruno Sabotino like, yeah. in the 80s. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, this guy. It's like, okay. Yeah, no, we're, we're good. Yeah. No, it was weird and it was awesome. And it I loved great. it. Like, Because obviously we all thought Becky was going to do it. We all, I think we all thought Becky was going to do and it. And I wanted Becky oh, to do it. we wanted Becky but to do it. If it's not Becky, yeah, I will take Big Dave. And good swerve. Like I like to be worked. We've discussed this. Love I love a swerve. I love to not ex- not to see what happened, what I expected to happen. So I, I was I was into it. I'd like him to not have the earring. And other than that, I have uh, very little feedback. And also, he should bring his dogs. <laughs> well, but uh, Olive, uh, is it? Uh, you also mentioned before we were recording. You are a huge Dave Batista fan. Can you tell me about that? Oh God, please. Yeah, I once ripped the back of my pants because I was doing the Batista entrance taunt where he pretends to shoot machine guns uh, in college. I've got I'm a very but big Batista fan. Okay, I know that Ray is too wholesome for this, but I would pay cash money for <laughs> a drawing of Ray doing Batista. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll draw that. Cash. <laughs> we'll draw that before WrestleMania. Yeah, we'll we'll talk commissions after the show because I, I I need that. It needs to live on my wall, um, on my art wall. So yeah, Batista's probably going to take on Triple H at WrestleMania. I guess this will be my one two dudes match, and it's uh, <laughs> the guy that gets gassed walking twenty paces because obviously he's in um, movie star shape mm-hmm. and not in wrestling shape, and the dude who hasn't wrestled in a year. Yeah, and the old he, fella. And so I thought the first description was Triple H. <laughs> you know what? Also not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I just assume it's going to be some sort of middle-aged massive body off. We're just like, we're in our 40s, but look how huge we are. And I'm like, yeah, okay, let's just do that. Yeah, let's just do that. Or Do they... big elaborate entrances and then show off your muscles and then let's call it. Yeah, and then the way to win is they just keep counting their movie credits, which obviously Batista wins, even yes. though we all we all loved um, the substitute or the babysitter or the chaperone yeah. or whatever. It's the chaperone, right? <laughs> it's the chaperone. Film. Have you seen the chaperone? No, I was just your listing them. I'm like, these don't seem like real ones. Then I hit the chaperone. I'm like, okay, that one was that one was real. <laughs> okay, I'm going to. I know, I know. I'm sorry, Juliet. I'm breaking your heart. I have to tell you the plot of the chaperone. The plot of the chaperone is. Um, Triple H's character is coming home from prison and trying to reconnect with his daughter and his ex-wife. Classic. Um, And so his daughter doesn't want anything to do with him. And so he somehow figures out how to become the bus driver on a museum field trip. Just seems unlikely, doesn't it? (laughs) It is. And Yardley Smith is the teacher for some reason. (laughs) Sure. And he finds a way to, like, reconnect with her make the bullies become not bullies connect her with her crush and also somehow during that he accidentally has a bag with money that his old crew needs so they're also stalking the kid it's fantastic olive and um sometimes on netflix so if you have a <laughs> note to self <laughs> if you have a i would like that movie if just random like Every fifth character was just also just a giant bodybuilder man. <laughs> so the teacher was just also a giant wrestler man. It just never addressed. That'd be a good move. Oh my god! Like 2004's Randy Orton is just there. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> um, like, Hi, I'm 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 a teacher. <laughs> I teach science. Um, so getting <laughs> or we're getting to SmackDown. Kofi Kingston had a contract signing for his WWE title match against Daniel Bryan. But this dude interrupted to share a special announcement. Allow me, Kofi, to tell you personally just how much I've appreciated everything you've accomplished over these past 11 years. I appreciate him getting a suit that fits. Truly remarkable, truly. Took a minute. True story. However, it's incumbent upon me as the chairman of the board to give all of you the highest caliber competition I possibly can. The biggest box office I can possibly give you. Why are they cheering for box office? I'm replacing you. (laughs) 
that was a real what. Yeah. That was a legit like yeah. what? Yeah, they started off it was what? What? And it's like <laughs> I have no alternative. I'm replacing you with a man I've appointed that uh, is more deserving than you, quite frankly. More qualified than you, Kobe. <sighs> May I present to you the man who will face Daniel Bryan at Fast Lane? It's this man right here. It's this man right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. Kevin Owens. Um, but yeah, to Lindsay's point, and I agree, I'm just, I am also glad that he got a suit that fits. Yeah, I've been worried about Vince wearing those big, uh, just swimming in his suit, swimming in them. He looks much better. What's You're his tie the- look like? Oh, I don't remember what his tie it was. Like. It, I, I do remember because I'm I, I the way Lindsay is with uh, with Shane's jeans. I am with Vince McMahon's ties. He he wore <laughs> a uh, a very knot. solid double Windsor knot, but he wore it with a solid purple knot and a I believe it was a like a patterned purple like squared patterned purple. Uh, there was uh, a pattern there for yes. sure. Yeah, so it was a purple tie. Yeah, very very right. nice. These ties are usually bad, and I love it. Yeah, he's not. He's still stuck in the '80s in so many ways. Um, so yeah, Kofi is out. Kevin Owens is in. Obviously, this is not going to last, right? What are we thinking, Olive? I mean, obviously, I want to see Kofi for the championship. Uh, I don't know. Like, would they make it a triple threat at Fastlane and then make it Kofi versus Brian at uh, WrestleMania? I think we're definitely getting Kofi Mania, right? I do believe that yeah. that's what this is. Um, I watched it with Jeff, um, and because as we always say, even though now it's been like, I'm like, he's still such a new fan, but it's been three years, but he remains innocent and naive, like a sweet baby, who also doesn't listen to this podcast, so let's go hog wild. Uh, he's busy, apparently, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, he was like, oh no, I can't believe it, I'm so angry. I was like, baby, this is what we call a work. Um, and had to explain that this is them putting obstacles in the way of us getting what we want so when we do get it it's even more exciting yeah because there's so, a whole other pay-per-view yeah, in between that i'm so excited i mean the bit that that made me laugh the most was when vince like someone who was like better box office draw like for fast lane <laughs> like honestly i was like oh shit yeah bring out the big guns for fast lane vince you're, you're right man like you got this yeah That's good why call. you're the chairman of the board <laughs> Um, but I board spelled B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> Ding. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I feel like this is going... I feel like all of my storylines are going in an exciting direction right now. Oh, um, later I'm going to have to do that thing. No. No, I still have hope. We still have hope. But I'm just really giddy and I, I'm excited for it. I, I think... I want to see Dan- Daniel Bryan was incredible. Just sat in his chair reacting. Yes, that man is getting to be a very good actor. He is, and he's you know he used to be very like all of his reactions were immediate yells. Yeah, it was all yelling, and he's doing better at obviously he still has like the yells for punctuation. Yeah, but he's getting better at communicating things without it just yeah. always being like. Bow! I mean, it was just all that silent <laughs> sneering and mm-hmm. the fact that he just looked so annoyed and then when Kevin Owens came out he just looked like that slightly amused like the sneer on his face yeah. was pitch perfect and I'm gonna go ahead and say it I'm gonna say what no one else will dare to say I think it's all of his experience on Toad Steve's and Toad's Bells it's gotta be it's gotta be mm-hmm. oh you've it's gotta, gotta be Help. It's got to help. <laughs> they are acting clinics. Olive, do you agree that Total Divas and Total Bellas are acting clinics? <laughs> I, <laughs> Don't do I love Total Divas. I will say it. Yes. Hardcore yes. same. I love them. I love them so incredibly much. And Nikki just won an award, right? For Best Reality Show Actress, I saw on Raw. Uh-huh. People at home were like, Actress? What? They just followed them around with a camera. Like, oh, uh-huh, you uh-huh, sweet baby birds. Uh-huh, I know. Yeah, that's how they get permits to take all these cameras <laughs> into all of these restaurants. And the house in San Diego on Pacific Beach beachfront that she's definitely living in in the new series of Total Bellas. Oh, yeah. sweet baby birds. Aww. Oh, and so going back to Raw, Becky Lynch attacked Ronza Rousey once again, yay, and got arrested. Boo. Boo. And now Ronda actually called for Steph to reinsert Becky into the match to make it the expected triple threat for the title. I love watching Ronda Rousey get her ass beat. Like It's, <laughs> it's my favorite thing. It's one of my absolute all-time favorite yeah. things. Who knew? And apparently, you know, we talked about that crutch spot, the 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 rumors and, and everyone is saying backstage reports that she has to be have the shit beat out of her. And I'm like, good. Take your penance. Well, and it's like you're good at a thing, so let them do the thing. Yeah, you're really good at getting hit for real. Yeah, 
so go like, for it. Really good at it. I loved it when uh, Becky smacked Natalia. I was like, poor Natty. She didn't ask for this. <laughs> no. But I genuinely loved the moment because it was like, of course she would. Of course she's just going to hit her on her way past because it so plays into <laughs> Becky's character. It's like, you're down, you're in my way, bash. Yeah, I'm. Get she, me to you know, s- yeah. Stone Cold Bex. That's what yeah. she's doing. I loved it. It's fantastic. And so we'll also talk about the tag teams on both shows. Did you, Olive, did you get a chance to, were you around like during a lot of the Hardy stuff? Oh, yeah, 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 totally. So were you excited to see that they came back and like they've reunited? Oh, yeah, I was, when I, I was watching, when I was watching Mania when that happened, I was like losing it. I was like, yes. And then trying to explain to my brothers what uh, broken Matt Hardy was. And they were like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, okay, never mind. That was a full two months of this podcast, by the way. It was me trying to explain what the broken Hardys oh, were. Oh, Hal's going to be so pissed. I know. <laughs> you let him fuck his back. And it's like, they're back. Yes. They're so back. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Kelt? Uh, I'm happy. I'm always happy to see those two boys together looking healthy, looking happy, um, ready to played some heck on that roster. I feel like, yeah, they're like amping everything up for Mania. They are bringing out all the big guns so we know that they're there and I am super here for it. Yeah, I I always love the road. The road's always very exciting. I do... I I do wonder because there was all this talk of retirement, although mm-hmm. no one really said it. I do wonder if this is kind of Matt's last mania. Yes, that's um, what I was thinking too. I'm kind of thinking it might be, and so because he um, looks like he's in great shape, mm-hmm. he looked really happy, uh, and it's almost like this, like I've made the decision, so now I'm really happy. Right, and then he can always, you know, he can always just go to part time and come yep. back for manias. I won't mind it as long as he's not super hurting himself and he yes. can like still try to do things. Yeah, right. Let's actually touch on NXT really quick. After making his main roster debut, Johnny Gargano faced Velveteen Dream to defend his North American Championship and lost. Yes, he did. He did. (gasps) It was so exciting. I know. Well, and you know, it's part of the grand tradition. Gargano's probably going to be more on the main roster. Yeah. Um, And you know who could use a belt. Is it Velveteen Dream? It's Velveteen. It's and like, he should have it forever. He should have it he until have he it comes up. Ever and ever, and I'm so pleased, and I love the match, and mm. I'm excited for both of them. I'm singing with joy. And um, you never sing. I know. And that's how I know you're happy. <laughs> so excited. Well, because I don't know where it's going now. And I know NXT, we, we talk about the great storyline on NXT, but they've been building this dark DIY thing where they were like, we're these kids with dreams that both have the belt. And But it was like, but at what cost, Johnny? At what cost? That you both <laughs> have the belts at the cost of your soul. And now Johnny doesn't have the belt. So nope. what does he do now? And I'm super curious as to whether or not this has been influenced by the idea to bring them up, even if it's just part time. Mm-hmm. Are they rushing through a storyline that's been planned? Are we going to get Johnny Chomper at Takeover? If we do, what does that mean? I think that we, I think we do, just based on the way that they did, like what what they've done in the past. Yeah. Specifically, what they did with um, Bailey and Sasha, where Sasha yeah. was kind of flirting in between the two. Because this is it; they've got three months to build that match now because it felt like they were going in a direction where they were going to be a dark alliance and now they've taken the belt off him and they've got Johnny kind of eyeing Chomper's belt again immediately because what I'm what I am assuming which again we don't we shouldn't but I have no control over this (laughs) is that Johnny's going to blame Chomper and say like you know I went to the dark side to get that belt which I never should have done once and for all our last match I want it done which I think is a way to do it. And it's also a beautiful evolution. Mm-hmm. Storytelling. Yay! Who knew? Imagine. <laughs> um, back to Raw. What did you think of Finn defending the IC title against Leo Rush? I was very pleased. I have no problem with it. I felt like they had to give Finn an... Well, I mean, I was going to say an easy match, but Finn made it incredible and he sold for Leo Rush like a mother. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought the match looked great and it felt real. And that's what I'm excited to see Finn bring to the IC belt. Yes. Is valuable matches that feel like they mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't have an issue. I mean, I wanted him to have a match where he wins, obviously, with two dudes, just him and yeah, another guy and fighting dude. for a belt. Um, didn't love the preamble with the moment of bliss. Not loving what they're doing with that. I, unnecessary. 
unnecessary sexual overtones every week. She's better than that. She doesn't need it. Um, but I loved the match, and this is what I want to see from Finn. And I'm hoping this just... Obviously, I've already moved Bobby Lashley on, so I'm hoping mm. that just draws a line under that, and now we get to see Finn in some badass feuds. Yeah, I, I'm just always kind of like, you know, that is what Toad Steve's and Toad Spells is for, is for the romance yes. storylines. I don't need them on my fighting well, program. And especially if it's every week where she's just going to sit there with EC3, with Finn, with everyone, and be like, well, you're a really good-looking fella. Do you want to see my... And then someone walks in, and I'm like... Oh, no. Yeah, because I don't want to see her whatever she's offering to show them. No, I don't. I want to see her wrestle when she's better Yeah, is what I want. That would be nice. Because that's the thing that I like about her. And also, I like that we got to, because sometimes, you know, Leo has been obviously, like, moved over to this more managerial role. I enjoy watching him wrestling again because then you remember that he's so good. Yeah. Yeah, and Finn's a great foil for him. I thought they had a great match together. I thought they both just did really good work. I agree. Olive, what do you think about our resident dick pointer? Our <sighs> uh, what now? <laughs> <laughs> so that's sorry. That's one of my one of my many euphemisms for Finn Balor. Oh no, he's a delight. He is. I, I love Finn Balor, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> no, no, he's great. I love him as Icy Champ. He's like the. A platonic ideal intercontinental champ. But yeah, no, I agree with you. I also yeah. think that he is like a perfect icy champ, and I hope that he keeps that belt for a long, long time. Um, speaking of Leo, Bobby Lashley, hmm, okay, had a non, I mean, I get the speaking of, but also there's this. Bobby Lashley had a non-match with Braun Strowman. Has Strowman's stock taken a big hit on Raw since he's just been fighting various friends of Corbin for the past three months? The answer is yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, the answer is yes. That's literally the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Friends of Corbin sounds like a great uh, stable name. Right? It's like, hello, we're the we're the Friends of Corbin, and Baron no. Corbin's it not in it. It sounds like a euphemism for I don't want to know what. It's like, oh, you're a friend of Corbin. <laughs> and it's just like, I mean, it feels like something Vince would say. It's de- yeah, it's I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say um, you really like wolves. You love wolves. <laughs> you love wolf shirts. Um, appetizers. <laughs> you love hot. You love mozzarella sticks. If you've got any thoughts on mozzarella sticks, wolves or anything else we've discussed so far, let us know about them at Facebook.com slash group slash tights fights and at tights fights on Twitter and Instagram. When we come back, it's the return of the big dog up next on tights fights why did i say it's sexy because why not big dog hi i'm joe firestone i'm manolo moreno and we're the hosts of dr game show which is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners regardless of quality or content with in-studio guests and callers from all over the world and you can win a custom a custom magnet subscribe now to make sure you get our next episode what's an example of a game manolo pokemon or medication how do you play that you have to guess if something's a pokemon name or a medication medication first time listener if you want to listen to episode highlights and also know how to participate follow dr game show on facebook instagram and twitter we'd love to hear yeah, from you it's really fun for the whole family we'll be every other wednesday starting march 13th and we're coming to max fun snorlax pokemon yes nice Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by... Lindsay Kelk. And... Olive Ray Brinker. And... Oh, yeah. You thought you'd get through another episode without hearing from me? You better think again. And I'm real sad. I missed all the things that happened in segment one, but we can only move forward. Why is it fading out? Fade that up, Julian. Play For him God's off. Sakes. Play him off. I want to be played on. That's right. I want this to be the Academy Award speech that went so long. Uh, marriages work. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to thank Chad Lowe. (laughs) Uh, The winner was Moonlight. What other things can I come up with? (laughs) That's it. That's it. Hey, guess what? What? I'm still the pod dad. (laughs) (laughs) This week, we give one area of the wrestling world some extra attention. This is our main event. Whoa! (laughs) It never gets old. Always, always solid gold. It never gets old. All right, so Roman Reigns announced in October that he was taking time away from the WWE to battle his returning leukemia. On Monday, he opened Raw to give us the update we had all been hoping to hear. I'm in remission, y'all. 
Chills, 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 chills. Oh. So with that being said, the big dog is back. Oh. That blissful few moments before the internet turned into a shit show. Roman is officially cleared to return to the ring once again. How did y'all react to the news? I think it's great. I'm so happy for him. I, look, I don't. if he never wrestled again but was healthy and cancer-free, I would be thrilled for him. The fact that we get him back as an entertainer, I'm also excited about that. But mainly, I'm just thrilled that uh, he was able to to get back into remission, and so quickly, too. I mean, this is... What five months mm-hmm. it took to to of of treatment of aggressive treatment? I know that probably wasn't easy for him or his family, but I'm just thrilled for him for Joe and Hawaii that he's healthy and and ready to do what he loves again. Hardcore same, Lindsay. Yeah, same. I I was just so delighted. Um, I mean, I've always liked Roman. I've never been especially like in love with Roman. I mean, literally in love with him. Like, take your top off. You're really hot. But like, I, I was always like, yeah, he's great. I get him. I understand mm-hmm. it. He's never been my favorite. But to see him get the reaction that he got, actually, I did get chills. Like, I was like, this is beautiful. This is actually really incredible to see all these people cheering for him. And and also, like, you know, this is what he should have had all along. And this is what they wanted for him. And it sucks that this is what they, you know, he had to go through what he went through to get this reaction. But, I mean, it's, He's now elevated to something extraordinary, and I love that he has that. I love that he had that support. I love that everyone behaved and was awesome, as you say, until the internet fell apart. For a second. We'll get yeah. to that. It's not a bullet <laughs> point, but uh, yeah. we're going to talk about it. But I, I was just really, really happy for him. I'm so glad that when anyone comes through these things, because God knows not everyone does, so awesome for him, awesome for us. Uh, Olsen for his barber who needs to tidy up his edges. He, oh, I love you. Yeah, um, Olive, what did you think when you heard? Well, when I saw the, I, I didn't watch Raw this night, so that that night because I was like not home all day. But I saw the headline. How that dare was you like, have a oh, life? He's in remission, <laughs> and I was just like, nice. Like I didn't know he was coming back to wrestling. I was just like, oh, it's great. And then I found out like, like the next day, I was like, oh, he's also going to be wrestling again. Okay, sick. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And obviously that's one of the benefits as people have said of when you have when you are a millionaire and you are a celebrity and especially if you are someone who has been battling this forever, you can really stay on top of it and catch mm-hmm. it when it's early. Um of course, because some people got to fucking some people it up. People across the internet were like, oh, it's a work. He didn't really have leukemia. It hasn't come back. Y'all fucked up so bad. You made a leukemia organization have to learn who Vince McMahon is. I hate you all. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's not fair. We don't wish that on anyone outside of this this place. This is like decision that we have made. I wouldn't force Vince on people who don't need to know him. Yeah. I mean, it's great because, you know, obviously they were able to spread some good information about leukemia and and about how different treatment works on different bodies and spread awareness. But they would have done that anyway, probably, because it's a good opportunity to do so. So the fact that y'all ashy-ass motherfuckers had to be debunked, Mm. someone in the UK had to take out the time to check a Wikia article about Vince McMahon plug for my other job <laughs> like you musty yeah. motherfuckers on reddit and on yeah, twitter britain's busy right I now we have a brexit to deal with like we don't have time for this shit it's like just like believe these people well, I, I, it, it boggles the mind i didn't understand there's so many different kinds and, and as far as i am aware there hasn't been a great deal of information let out about exactly what kind of leukemia he was dealing with. And that's not our business. No, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, and if you know anything about it, which apparently some people don't, um, like there's so many different treatments and so many different causes and effects and timelines. And it's obscene to me that anyone would question that. Especially when you have means. Come on, yeah. you yeah. guys. Like... And the best doctors taking care of you because it's someone, it's in a billionaire's best interest to have you back on TV. Do you think he will get better sooner or 
or later. I think it will be sooner. And also people talking about how he was still acting. Do you not think an acting schedule, like, and I act, we, I think all, you know, me and me and Hal uh, have done acting. I um, mean, it's been a while, but uh, I don't make me mention my school production of Oliver again, Danielle. I, oh, can we compare notes? Because I did Oliver when I was 13. <laughs> oh, you did? I was Nancy. I, I was an orphan and hit my head against the sign Aww. the second night. <laughs> you feel free to serenade me at any time. Real, real, <laughs> real large smack of my head. <laughs> Best part of the show. I hear Julian laughing outside of the booth. And I'm wearing fucking headphones. You know why? Because uh, sometimes, and you, uh, we we delve into some real deep theater talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, you wait for mine and Al's uh, duet of "I'd Do Anything" because <laughs> right. it's coming. It's coming. Can we make that a max fun bonus? <laughs> Fisty cuffs. Right? I can do that part of it. That's the best the part. Oh. Okay, uh, yeah, no, I, I've got some Max Fun Drive ideas. Um, but yeah, so again, these are actors who are incredible performers and athletes playing characters. Yep. Like, don't don't be dicks, you guys. Just uh, just don't be dicks. But let's get also, to some... Also, well, before we get to the, to the Positive more stuff. normal fun stuff, yeah. one thing i got to say, and this is just something, just because I'm someone who I've had a lot of... Uh, family members and a lot of family friends die from cancer so i'm really big into doing like cancer runs and cancer research and stuff like that wwe if you're gonna have roman come back with a shirt that is obviously supposed to be evocative of the leukemia ribbon and you're going to put it on sale immediately after the show and probably at the show please make it clear that proceeds to that are going to cancer research or a charity and if it's not that's fucking gross. Don't do that. Yeah, I agree. Like, That's fair. I'm just like, that really, like, I saw some people saying, like, well, well, maybe it was, like, a thing where, like, they wanted to, um, they just wanted to put the cart before the horse and just get the shirts out there and didn't have time. WWE doesn't have that much corporate goodwill with me that I can give them the benefit of the doubt on I that. I agree. It just... No, and if they were doing it, Julian, you would know, because yeah. they would have been screaming from the rooftops exactly. that proceeds were going there, and maybe they'll retroactively do it, sure. but... You would know if that was happening. Yes, yeah. I'm just saying. And I need a percentage. I need to know how, not just, yeah. mm-hmm. just because when people say proceeds go to, yeah, it's like a that doesn't mean yeah. all proceeds. It means some proceeds. Mm-hmm. Let me, I mean, if you're going to sell that shirt, there are a million other shirts. They're going to be selling shield shirts. At least 50% of those profits need to be going right. that's to just, somewhere. That's just a little Sorry. thing. It kind of did sour what was a very heartwarming evening for me. And that's not Roman's that. fault. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. I'm sure Roman's just doing what he's told. Like, hey, we made a shirt for you. Go on out there and, you know, whatever. I'm just saying they got to fix that. So now let's get to the fun stuff, which is that Roman is cleared to return to the ring once again. Um, Olive, you've given us your uh, what you thought about that news and how excited you were. I want to hear, um, Lindsay, how excited are you to hear about Roman coming back? I'm really excited. I mean, I, I, I'm just always fascinated to see what they're going to do with him. Um, because they've tried so many things that haven't worked, uh, and now they have him in this new position, mm-hmm. uh, where there's a tremendous amount of goodwill, and people are so excited. And I, I am one of those people now who wants to see what they do with their shiny new toy, because it is, to all intents and purposes, as far as I'm concerned, a new character, a new version of Roman. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't rush to put him back in the main title picture, I would actually keep him away and give him a lighter schedule and make him feel special. They need to build him. I mean, they don't need to build him because he's built as high as the moon, but they need to make him feel special. And I would maybe give him a exciting match at Mania. Maybe give him Cena. Maybe give him, you know, like feed him, mm. give him the Undertaker and let him beat the Undertaker. I don't know. I, don't I know feel if Taker's like gonna be a, Taker no, could lose Taker if he shows Taker. up because he's doing StarCast. So I yeah. think if yeah. Taker comes, we're getting, uh, it's not going to be another win for Taker. I think he mad. They mad. Yeah, oh, super mad. Yeah. So I'm like, bring him along and let Roman beat him. I don't know. You know, I had a conversation about this Again. just the other day. Mm-hmm. I don't think Taker needs to be at a WrestleMania for a while, and I think it'd be yep. good to not have him there. Yeah, but uh, it's like, who who would you give Roman at Mania? I'd give him Drew McIntyre. I'd uh-huh. give him somebody who could give him a competitive match, and the loss, I don't think, kills McIntyre. I, You know, I mean, he's sort of, like, stuck in... in yeah, in, he's in mid-limbo in anyway. second gear right now anyway. They'll put on a really good match... Yeah. And that'll be enough to give him a little WrestleMania moment. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't need he doesn't need a match at this point. But I would put him with Drew I McIntyre. I think the, the main thing that worries me is sorry, I'm just like, uh, but the main thing that worries me is how they build a feud. And my worry about giving him someone like McIntyre is that they 
say like, oh, you were away with cancer and like you've been away and you don't deserve to be back. And like, I don't want anyone to have to carry the burden of that. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Isn't, Isn't there unfinished business there, though? Because they never really got to the shield versus McIntyre. Oh, no, I'd be super I, so into I, it. I, I just I'm very cautious about how they build a feud because yeah. I just don't trust WWE with sensitivity. I'm going to bum everyone out in like two seconds, and I'm sorry, but I think Dean's really leaving. I think Dean is really for real leaving, and I think that they want to sell as much of that sweet, sweet shield merch as they can before it goes. I think Roman's road to WrestleMania involves some Shield shenanigans. I think it might wind up taking the main event. I know. I know. I know. And we talked about this last week. We've talked about it, but and even more now that he's back. What main event? How? How so? so To replace. You're saying they pull Seth out of? No, I'm saying that they do something Shield related. I, I think they like... I think they squeeze the last bit of whatever that is, and it doesn't matter what the match is, whatever it is. I think I it think goes it's last. still Brock Seth, but I think it's Brock Seth with Roman in his corner, and then I think Dean comes out at the end, and they have like that moment, which I, we talked about last week, and that was yeah. that was my concern that that would bump the and Becky Ronda Charlotte. Gonna happen. But I I don't know. I still don't know. I'm... I would rather it didn't. But oh, we all would. I'm gonna wait until after WrestleMania. And here's why. I was very lucky this weekend to moderate a Q&A with Christian, which wound up being, because the audience didn't ask many questions, just me and him talking for 45 minutes. And now Christian's his best friend. Yes. <laughs> and now we are best friends. Um, Man, you've got Jericho. You've got Christian. I've got to, I've got to get someone. You have Paige. What are you I talking about? Uh, I always, <laughs> whenever I have the opportunity to moderate for a uh, professional wrestler, I always ask them, what do you wish fans un- better understood about wrestling. And his answer, which was not one I'd received before, was let things play out. Mm. And he used his, the one more match storyline that when he initially won the world title and lost it five days later to Randy Orton, that everybody in the internet was in an uproar about it, how mm. terrible it is. But nobody knew that that was part of a, of a longer plan to give him a huge spotlight over the course of an entire summer. And we're very quick in the age of the internet to think that we know everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, as a result of this, go, okay, this is what's happening now. Even with the Becky and Charlotte and Rhonda stuff, I think it's great storytelling. I don't know where on the card they'll be. I would love for them to close the show. I don't even know what the match is going to be. But at this point, I don't care. I'm just enjoying the ride that I'm on. Right. And if, if we don't appreciate that, then we're we're missing a huge component of what it is to be a fan. And we're just... We're just spending our time trying to guess. Right. And I do think that's a fair component, but I go back to something that Triple H said where it's like he knows that they that we do this and they know that we do this. I think this is all part of getting worked. Mm-hmm. And Possibly. A- as I've said, work we me, baby. It. I love getting worked. They've said that like a, a huge part of um, Roman's initial push and all of the stuff when, when things kind of turned was like, yeah, we know what y'all are doing. And now, of course, we have more context because we're aware of the leukemia diagnosis and, and other things. But um, I, they know. They know what we're thinking. And I do think that they have figured out, like, obviously, Roman's leukemia is not a work. But some things like this might be where they're like, Huh, let's see what the internet thinks now, and then we'll swerve them. I yeah. I don't know. The maybe Co- the Kofi stuff. I know I wasn't here for segment one. That's yeah. the like the saddest part. Is I love what they did on. I thought SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome. Both shows were incredible. Like two great shows, and the the Kofi KO, uh, Daniel Bryan stuff is like some of the best stuff they've done in a, in, a, in a while. I I love it. I'm absolutely. I'm very. It's getting me excited for this WrestleMania. And I'm generally. I always think WrestleMania is the biggest show of the year. I rarely think it's the best, mm-hmm. but I love the builds. Loving the builds to multiple programs is a very exciting place to be as a fan. I agree. It does not happen often enough. After WrestleMania, after all of this happens, we start doing new storylines. We start doing the refresh. Do you think that he immediately gets back that title because he didn't lose it? He mm-hmm. abdicated it. Or do you think they hold off and get him involved in something else? Olive, what do you think? I don't think they would jump right into it. Uh, I feel like they would probably wait until, like, SummerSlam or uh, maybe a little bit earlier to do that. I feel like they wouldn't just, like, just just jump right back into it. Because I feel like fans would expect that to happen. So you know it will happen, basically. Because he never lost it. It's like a built-in storyline. So why just, like do it immediately just like kind of leave it in the corner and be like well eventually we'll get to that 
Yeah, I have to say I don't disagree. I think that would be a great SummerSlam match. What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, I mean, my wild speculation is that Seth is going to win and get the title off Brock, which then puts you in a position where Seth is holding the belt and he and Roman are best, 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 best friends, which they keep telling us, best, 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 best friends. And then at some point, you know, Seth being the altruistic, I want to be the best by fighting the best, is going to have to say to his best friend, well, you never lost this. And if I want to be the real champion, I have to take you on. And that's the story I want. And that's the story. And that's an awesome, positive story. And if it leads to Seth turning and going like super dark again, I don't hate that because I love heel Seth. Mm -hmm. But then that's, again, that's the obvious route to take. Um, so I I don't know. Uh, will they take the obvious route? Will they do what we think they're going to do? I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah. Sam, what do you think, Hal? I like everything that you're saying. If if I had the book, I would have that match and have it be a great match and then have somebody screw Roman out of the belt and I wouldn't have it be yeah. Seth. Yeah. So I would yeah, send I him to the Seth back lose. of the line. Yeah. The only thing that he hasn't done in WWE mm. is win money in the bank. And if you give him that briefcase, mm -hmm. then you can create that story whenever you want yeah. and yeah. put him in. But I think it's important... Ooh, to, how many uh, action figures does Roman with a briefcase sell? And he keeps him even, a threat, too, without... Yeah. And even, even winning, putting him anywhere on the card can help yeah. him elevate people and make yes. make a group of heels or a group of faces, yeah. whatever you want. Also, can he get, like, a black shield money in the bank briefcase? Yes. Sure. That would Give be so that cool. briefcase a vest. Put a little vest, yeah, put a little vest <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah, uh, and a tiny walkie-talkie. I will say I do not care about the Brock-Seth match. At all? No, I just. Want, I don't. Not even. I who want wins. it off. Him. I do. I want it off. Him. Of course, of I course, want we do. It off we, him. Which is, you know, of course, you're watching wrestling. There, there will be people who will watch WrestleMania for that sole purpose, but I yeah. just don't. I'm not invested. Mm -hmm. I've not been invested in this run. I think he's had some good. I, I love seeing Brock excited to work with people and having mm -hmm. good matches with them, which he has. I love that. Great. Good for him. I'm all for him getting paid. Uh, I just he's got as a so much as a money. fan. Yeah, they're fine. I'm just not. That is not a match I care to see. I don't care yeah. where it is on the card. Doesn't it just sort of? No, I just want it done. Yeah, because I'm very excited about what comes next. Yeah, I exactly. want it done. I'm, I'm excited. That would be a fresh start to me. Is that because they're going to have to really build that belt from the start? Yep, I agree. Um, so if you have any thoughts on Brock, uh, briefcases with little tiny vests, um, maybe a pocket dog that had nothing to do with anything <laughs> we were talking about. It's just something I want. Roman's return. Let us know about it on Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/tightsfights and at tightsfights on Twitter and Instagram. When we come back, we've got three things from the wrestling world that you should know about. It will not be three. Um, that's ahead on Tights and Tights. <laughs> Is there a dog in a car at a bar on the street? Yay! I'm Allegra Ringo, a small dog owner. My dog Pistachio howls when she's excited. And I'm Renee Culvert, a big dog owner. My dog Tugboat tips over when he's sleepy. And we co-host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog that airs every Tuesday. We bring you all things dog. Yes, dog news, dog tech, dogs we met this week. We also have pretty famous guests on butt legs. We're not going to let them talk about their projects. No. Just want to hear about those dogs. We don't want to hear about your stuff, only your dogs. So join us every Tuesday on Max Fun. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford. I'm joined today by Lindsay Kelk and Oliver Brinker. And theme music, <laughs> Son of a Halloween. Thank you. Halloween. Oh, yeah. This week, as with every week, we want to end the show by sharing some of the joy in pro wrestling with you. This is the three ish count. <laughs> And Olive, as per usual, guests go first here. What would you like to put over? This is like my favorite promo, I think. It is a old promo where it's uh, Sting talking to Mean Gene from Super Brawl 5. And basically Sting and Macho Man are so pissed off that, that Macho Man refuses to talk because when he, gets, when he starts talking, he gets so mad he starts attacking people. <laughs> and that's it. It's just... He just keeps pacing back and forth in the background while Sting explains why Macho Man is so pissed off. And Macho Man just occasionally just will, like, grab Mean Gene and scream into the mic. He goes, I'm not talking. And that's just the whole promo. And it's just great. <laughs> two, two, one at it a little bit earlier. I'm not talking. 
the Macho Man in a, a kind of a different frame of mind. But Sting, you know what you got to do tonight. You're talking about men that collectively are nearly a thousand pounds. Certainly, you and Randy have got a game plan for this one. I love how well, Randy just keeps walking in front of the stage. Look at my chest and the camera could possibly get a close up of that thing. He's just pacing that around right the room. That right from the Macho Man chopping each other on the last time we got to talk on some live TV. Talking about this match coming up, we're both nearly bloodied just talking to one another about this whole thing. And now the Macho Man has taken it to the next step. He's not even going to talk. Macho Man, are you sure you don't want to say anything? I'm not talking. He's <laughs> out of his mind. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. That I is. Also, <laughs> yeah, that is. Also, some. Something I really enjoy about it is the thing you skipped over. There's a solid like minute where Mean Gene is just making golfing references to their <laughs> geographical location. He's like, "Yes, we're uh, six six irons away from Edgar Allan Poe's grave. We're three irons away from." And I'm like, "What? What's going on?" And then just the the rest <laughs> happens. It's so good. Oh, that is fantastic! Thank you so much. All right, Lindsay, what do you got? I am putting over our good friend, Big Dave, uh, our Big returning Dave. friend, Big Dave Batista. Uh, no jokes. I'm not making any jokes. I'm putting over Big Dave uh, because of a thing I read on the internet that I cannot find, and I might have dreamt it. Slightly delirious, but I believe it to be true. Uh, Big Dave is going to be starring in a film with, um, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong, but Kumail uh, Nanjani from right. Silicon Valley mm -hmm. slash Big Sick. You might know him from either of those two things. And he's in an action movie, an Uber-based action movie called Stuba. Uh, and the story leaked yesterday. I guess they were doing press for it. And they mentioned, um, Camille mentioned that they were filming with a dog at one point and it got really hot in the car and Dave was like, we have to stop filming because the dog is panting. And they were like, Dave, we're losing light. We have to keep going. And he was like, no, dog comes first. Uh, so they would cut for the dog and then they would start again. And he was just like, I love dogs, y'all. Like he just, like, which is very loves yeah. dogs. Uh, and, this, and then he retweeted it, but he said retweeted it. And he was just like, dogs are better than people. And that was the whole thing. And I just want to give him a moment for saying like, thank you for loving our canine friends. That's amazing. Yeah, no, and you know what? He's right. Um, dogs are better than people, and his dogs are so cute. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen them. Good old boy. So good. Hal, what you bringing us today? Uh, I haven't put over something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard for a very long time, who is now rejoining the WWE creative team. True story. That's crazy. Yes. I'm excited to hear the next one where he talks about it, and Cameron's like, well, I guess I'll go back to just mortgages. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, yikes. Comrade. That's well, not true. He's the mortgage he has, guy. He's got, he's got Bischoff and, and whatever else. He's Tony mm -hmm. Giovanni, if that's still going on. But they did an episode recently in the last six to eight weeks that was all about Christian that I actually listened to not knowing that I was going to be moderating his panel. But it's a really great look at how he came into WWE, sort of his stops and starts, his leaving to go to NWA and coming back. And a really, like, it's like a three-hour listen, just about. But well worth it. Uh, enjoy that episode. It's from an era of wrestling that I followed very closely, at least early on, the Attitude Era. Mm. So it was cool to sort of hear that inside stuff. And it helped when I was talking to him live. Oh, did you meet Christian? I did. Oh, you mean my friend where we well, have each other's phone numbers? Well, I mean, I only numbers? know him as Christian, but I'm sure you'd only know him as right. Jay now, yeah, surely. My Jay. friend Jay, Your yes. friend Jay, which is how he will only be referred to. <laughs> Edge and Hal's friend Jay. I, I will say this for him, uh, for anybody who like is a fan of his, he's exactly as nice and funny as you want him to be. I'm so pleased. Oh, that's a delight. Yeah. He like loves a cats. Good dude. I love cats. Let's be best friends. That's amazing. <laughs> um, okay, so now for me... Um, are you surprised that I'm putting over two quick things? They're both pretty quick. First, I'm going to start with, again, you got to do your broccoli before you do your thing. Amazing indie wrestler Lou Fisto has announced that she is probably, she's going to be pursuing her retirement. She's been having knee problems. Go to her Facebook page where she has a post all about it. She's been having some stuff with her ACL. She doesn't know when her last match is going to be as of right now when I'm reading it, but she knows that the end is going to be coming up soon. So she's basically announcing her retirement with Without announcing her retirement match, 
she's really sad. I'm really sad. I've been um, honored to be able to see her perform in person a few times. And every time she has just been a monster. And so we love you, Lufisto. Uh, You will be missed. And I can't wait to hear what else you do in wrestling because I don't believe that she's going to be someone who goes away. I fully believe that she'll be someone who will be able to continue to train or be, you know, a consultant or an ear with someone else. And I look forward to see what her next step is. Next thing, now that we get to the dessert, how to wrestling has a fan who sent them some, a tweet and their fan is S two S E or S H E P H E. I think it's S two chef, but I'm not sure. I didn't want to mess that up. That said, I know you like wizards and wrestling, Joanna and how to wrestling, but I think that refs have been secret wizards living amongst us all along, trying and trying to cast spell on wrestlers with these amazing photos, just like screen stills of refs that do look like they are trying to cast spells. And then, of course, Joe made them look like wizards trying to cast spells through the power (laughs) of Photoshop. It is on How To Wrestling's Twitter. It made me laugh for a solid 10 minutes. Um, So go check that out. That's it. I'm done. Um, <laughs> sometimes pals here, so I'm like, all oh, right, I have to actually. I keep yeah, talking. This now. is great. Yeah, it, it's relaxing. <laughs> you like being pod dad? I do like being pod dad. I'm not gonna lie. I like I like the power. Mm-hmm. Um, so that does it for tights and fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, your hosts were special guest Olive Ray Brinker, Hal Loveland, and Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Danielle Radford. Olive, thank you once again so much for joining us. What would you like to put out there for your for our listeners? Go ahead and plug it up. I make a webcomic called Ray the Doe, and I have a book coming out soon. I don't know when, because putting a book out is apparently way harder than I thought. Twitter.com slash Olive Brinker has all the comics, and yeah. That's great. Uh, and again, like I said, I, I love Ray the Doe so much. Um, y'all definitely go check it out. It is so um, funny and awesome, and then also many times very wholesome and one of the most wholesome things that you will see during the day. Lindsay Kelk, anything you want to put out? Uh, I've got some books. Uh, we'd like for you to buy them. Olive is correct. It's really complicated. <laughs> That's not the, my best tune, but you know. I liked it. Um, so yeah, you. go buy all of the iHeart series. iHeart Hawaii is going to be, is it on pre-sale yet? It is on pre-sale. It's out in May. Perfect. So go ahead and pre-sale iHeart Hawaii. Oh, I do have a thing. I wasn't paying attention. We announced my children's book series this week. Yay! So if you Ooh. are not wanting to read about Hearting Hawaii, you could read to children about Cinders and Sparks, which is my new children's series, which is also out this summer. <gasps> Yay! Oh, so many books. It's and a fairy you... called Brian, and it's all wonderful and wholesome and delightful. Oh, Aww. I'm so happy. Hal, what would you like to put out there? Listen to We Got This with Mark and Hal, also on this network. Uh, listen to Good Morning Night Vale, not on this network, but still worth listening to and a lot of fun. And since I just signed the contract and it's been countersigned, uh, I will be a guest at the Pod X convention Woo! in Nashville, Tennessee, yeah. May 31st through June 2nd. So uh, if you are in that area, come on down. Let's chat. Come meet me. We'll be doing all sorts of fun stuff that will be figured out. At a later date. At a later date. Um, as for me, as per usual, you can find me on Screen Junkies. I'm actually there a little bit more because if you are a Screen Junkies fan, you know um, that Spencer is out on paternity leave. So you can actually catch me on Tuesdays and Thursdays now um, for the next about a month and a half or whenever it is he comes back. So, yeah, do that thing. Also, find me on my Patreon and other various crap that I write. Our producer, is, <laughs> our producer Julian Burrell, is the plant gang boss and part-time woman. Wolfpack member in Smash Bros. Those are a lot of words most of us don't understand. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that as well. Keep up with us all week long at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights and at tightsfights on Twitter and on Instagram. If you love the show, remember to hit them five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all of your friends. Thank you so much to all of the Max Fund members who make this show possible, and we will be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.